of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, this is No Butts About It. I am your host, Josh Butts, and today we are in a very dark dorm room because all of the light bulbs in here have decided that they don't want to work, and I don't have replacements. So, um, we're recording this in the dark, and our first topic that we're going to talk about is the uh, fact that the draft is only 10 days away, so I'm expecting some more signings to pick up as we get closer to the draft. A lot of teams kind of making desperation moves and uh, finalizing deals that uh, they were kind of trying to push off, but as we get closer to the draft and teams kind of try and figure out what they want from that, uh, we get some deals made and we figure... uh, out who is going to be where so what uh one example of that is today actually the browns just signed cornerback uh denzel ward to a huge deal making him the highest paid cornerback in the league that is cornerback and they are paying him 100.5 million across five years with 71.25 million guaranteed. So that is huge. Jalen Ramsey was the highest paid cornerback up until this point. So if you know Jalen Ramsey, you know that he's a stud at that position. Denzel Ward is also a stud at that position. I think he may have been the guy who picked off Joe Burrow the first time the Bengals played him and ran it back for a pick six kind of a memory I try to forget of, but I'm pretty sure that that was him, though I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Definitely a star player, definitely someone who the Browns have loved to have on their team for a while, and they have shown it to him today by giving him the money that they feel like he deserves. Now it'll be interesting to see how this shakes up the cornerback uh, payment scale with uh, guys like Jalen Ramsey's contracts coming up and other elite corners coming up because that is a lot of money for a defensive player not saying he doesn't deserve it I definitely think he does deserve it but that is a lot to play a pay a single player especially 70 million of it being guaranteed Um, some other big news is that The Ravens have released wide receiver Miles Boykins. That was a surprise to me because, uh, and that's per Ian Rappaport on Twitter, and that came as a surprise to me because he was a 
decent receiver on a team without a lot of receivers. The Ravens run a more rush-heavy offense with guys like J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and uh, Justice Hill in the backfield. They, of course, were all injured last year. All three of their running backs were injured, and so that hurt them a lot. Uh, Lamar Jackson is their quarterback. He likes to rush a lot. He likes to leave the pocket, and he's able to rush. Definitely uh, a more Michael Vick type of player in the fact that he's strong with his legs and has a pretty good arm. Uh, What scares me about the way Lamar plays personally, though, is I'm not sure that it's sustainable. He, Him leaving the pocket and taking those hits, sometimes, in my opinion, unnecessarily, is something that I think is going to start to catch up with him more and more the older he gets. So I'm not sure if that's a playing style that is sustainable and that he should want to be working on arm chemistry or arm strength and arm accuracy. And, but of course, the Ravens are going to need wide receivers for him to do that. Um, Miles Boykin wasn't the best receiver in the league. He, he's pretty average, but I'm kind of surprised to see them letting him go unless they're planning on bringing in someone like Odell Beckham Jr. or another receiver who's in free agency or possibly even um, going f- in to draft a guy. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs last season, I believe. I Yeah, no, they didn't make the playoffs. So they're kind of in the middle point of the draft where they could maybe get a wide receiver. This wide receiver class is pretty good. So maybe that's what they're hoping to do. I'm not sure. It was just reported. So it is possible that they're working on a deal with somebody else and they just needed to clear out this um, room a little bit. So... We'll see what the Ravens can do. They're still considered a top contender. A lot of people really like Lamar Jackson. Um, a lot of people think that they will win the AFC North now that their team is healthy again, which is enti- it's entirely possible. I just personally don't believe that Lamar's playing style is sustainable over the next few years if he's going to continue taking those hits. Of course, it's good um, for teams to want a quarterback that can be mobile when needed. I'm not saying that's bad. I think that a quarterback should be able to rush when necessary, but it shouldn't be his primary weapon because then he's making himself more vulnerable. He can get hurt more often, and that's why I was kind of happy to see uh, Joe Burrow kind of wheel it back, reel it back in on how often he was running, especially with that leg injury. And even then, there were a couple times this season where I was worried about him after he got hurt and he started to kind of limp off the field. So the less uh, often your quarterback is out in the middle of the field, completely vulnerable, and taking those hard hits as a rusher, the better. Obviously, you can't always protect them 100%, but that's the way it goes sometimes, sadly. Um, Also... It appears that the 49ers have declined offers for Debo Samuel that were made. The two teams that made significant offers were the Jets and the Ravens, and that's per NFL rumors were for on Twitter. And that was so that was a little bit before the Miles Boykin news was released. So I'm wondering if the Ravens were hoping to replace uh, him with Debo and that just didn't happen so maybe now they've just decided 
and realize that they're ready to move on from Miles Boykin, so they released him, and they're either going to go get someone else or they're going to draft someone. But anyway, yeah, Debo Samuel, speaking of him, he seems to want more money. I think he said he's looking for $25 million a year, and I, I think that that's completely fair. He's ran as a running back and a wide receiver in the 49ers uh, offense. He's looked at as a wide back, I believe is what he calls himself. Yes, per Tony Pauline, Debo Samuel is looking for $25 million per year. So sometimes they will have him run as a wide receiver. Other times they'll put him in the backfield and run him as a running back. He's playing two positions, so I think it's reasonable that he wants to get paid as such. Uh, he's definitely a star player, I believe. 2019 was his rookie year, so he's still young, still has a lot in him. And these guys are seeing what other people around the field or around the league are making for their play on the field, and so they are asking for that money as well. Another big name that is kind of out there um, trying to make some money from 2019 is Kyler Murray. He still hasn't uh, received a deal that he's happy with from the Cardinals. And I'm kind of wondering if he's going to want to play for the Cardinals next season. I mean, obviously, if they offer him a deal that he's happy with, I'm sure he'll love to play with them. He seems to like the team. He seems to get along with the team. But this type of thing can hurt front office relations. So I don't know if he will be back next season. Uh, I don't know what his contract looks like. But I could see maybe him going to the Seahawks if they just cut him completely if he if they maintain him he won't he probably won't end up at the Seahawks they'll probably trade him but in the most unrealistic crazy world that I can think of he goes to the Seahawks a division rival and then Baker ends up being the quarterback for the Cardinals but that is probably not going to happen because the Cardinals aren't going to trade Kyler Murray to the Seahawks because they're in their division and they don't want to play him two times a year obviously but uh i think that'd be pretty funny if it did happen a other hypothetical that i think is much more likely so likely that i even bet on it on a a sports betting app that i'm not going to say the name of because they don't sponsor this show if they wanted to sponsor the show i'd love them forever and i would say their name but um i think that joe mixon will lead the league in rushing yards next year. Now, a lot of people think that this sounds crazy. There's no way that's going to happen. He he kind of was under the radar. I mean, he wasn't one of the big – he's not a big name uh, running back like Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. I mean, he, he kind of flies under the radar. And uh, so, obviously, Jonathan Taylor had a strong year. Um, he's going to look to have another strong year, but Matt Ryan's the quarterback, so uh, may have a different uh, game plan with Matt Ryan under center. I could still see him being in the top three, but he has that same O-line pretty much. Definitely going to be a strong candidate for first. However, uh, Joe Mixon, he was third in rushing, only behind Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. Obviously, Derrick Henry got hurt. Derrick Henry's going to be right in that mix too, I'm sure, assuming he doesn't get hurt again. But uh, I think Joe Mixon with this new O-line, new and improved O-line, he's been a dominant running back for a while, obviously. 
since 2017. He hasn't. He's had some injury issues due to the weak line that the Bengals have had. But I honestly think that this is the best offensive line that the Bengals have put together in a long time, possibly since Anthony Munoz was on the team. So I am really excited to see how Joe Mixon does. I think that he could be a leader um, in the rushing percentage. I The thing that scares me about Jonathan Taylor is you can't have your running back take every single snap because they're just going to get hurt inevitably. Their body can't handle it. It's not that they're weak. It's just that getting hit that much for 17 weeks in a row, 16 weeks in a row, your body just gets destroyed. And uh, what more better proof of that than Christian McCaffrey? Obviously, Christian McCaffrey's a dominant guy, but it seems like he gets hurt every year. He's also a 2017 rookie. So having these strong players, these amazing athletic players, Christian McCaffrey is a dog. He will carry you for the first like four weeks of the season and then he gets hurt because and it's not his fault it's just nobody's body can handle that much stress of being hit consistently over and over and over again so hopefully the panthers are able to keep christian mccaffrey healthy and take some of the workload off of his back because i honestly feel bad for him i love watching him play uh but same thing with Jonathan Taylor. I'm afraid he's going to get hurt, which will knock him down. Nick Chubb has to split the backfield with Kareem Hunt, so I think he'll probably stay at that 1,200 mark that he's at right now. But I think Joe Mixon will definitely go up because this O-line has improved so much. I really believe Joe Mixon will definitely be in the top three, and I'm hoping he is the top rushing leader. But we'll have to see. Crazy, crazy things happen in the NFL every year. Um, that's just something I can see happening. I'm really excited about this NFL season. I'm obviously excited about how the things the Bengals are doing. And I, I think that there's a lot of talent that got moved around this season. So it'll be fun to see who stays strong in the league and who kind of regresses from that. We've got our big names like Russell Wilson trying to lead a whole new team out of the toughest division and possibly get them into the uh, playoffs, hopefully. But that AFC West is going to tear each other apart. They're all going to have probably pretty similar records just because they're going to rip each other to shreds in that division because all those teams are so strong. Uh, the Colts being in the AFC South, they only really have the Titans to contend with right now. The Texans and the Jags are still in a rebuild. But, hey, again, crazier things have happened. Maybe the Texans just get really good for no reason at all. But I think that the Colts are going to win the AFC South because Titans are going to go heavy on Derrick Henry again. And it was amazing that they made the playoffs last year with Derrick Henry being out. So if he gets hurt again especially if it's earlier in the season. It's going to be really hard to see them making a comeback. He also didn't look all the way there in the playoff game against the Bengals, but they put him in. I personally think it was just kind of more of a distraction element, but he was there, and the Bengals held him. So if that was prime time, if that was prime King Henry, Bengals D-line held him, and that's that's all we needed when uh, we won the game because of that. But 
the I don't see the Titans being as dominant as they were just because the Colts have a new quarterback. Matt Ryan is a huge upgrade from Carson Wentz. And uh, they just signed Stephon Gilmore to quarterback, cornerback, cornerback. Stephon Gilmore is the cornerback. And he was the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, a veteran guy in the locker room. I think him and Kenny Moore, the second, are going to eat in the backfield. I, or not the backfield, but the secondary. They're going to be killing those passes and knocking them down. Fly swatters. Darius Leonard's going to be flying all over the place with his huge arms, just catching passes that weren't supposed to go to him. I think that the Colts are going to be a fun team to watch this season, and they're going to make the playoffs as long as they manage to beat the Jaguars when the Jaguars are at home. That is the one thing that they have just have not been able to do since 2013, which is ridiculous. But, hey, that's the way it goes. The NFL is weird. Um, that, that being said, the Colts still don't have a wide receiver uh, depth. They, they have Michael Pittman Jr. And that's... I can't even think of any of the other guys' names. Like that, you can't... I don't know what their plan is. Maybe they're planning to draft a wide receiver, but they don't have a first-round pick. So, again, I don't understand what they're doing. I doubt they'll sign Miles Boykin because he's not that much of an improvement from what they have already. Um, T.Y. hasn't announced his retirement yet, so maybe they're talking to him. And there's still guys like OBJ still out there they could sign, but OBJ is coming off of injury. So is Chris Ballard willing to take that risk or the Colts willing to take that risk? Julio Jones is still out there. He hasn't signed anywhere and he's another big name. He's played with Matt Ryan in a Super Bowl before. So they definitely have that team chemistry, but Julio Jones struggled with issues. I believe there are hamstring issues last year when he was on the Titans. So maybe that's something they're looking into. Maybe they're going to test these guys out, give them a workout. I I don't know why the Colts don't seem to be making moves at the wide receiver position. It seems so odd to me that they're spending all this money on a good quarterback, a possibly Hall of Fame quarterback. He's kind of in the range that Matthew Stafford was in last year before he won the Super Bowl where everyone was like he could be but he doesn't have the Super Bowl to back it up I think he won MVP the year they went to the Super Bowl but ultimately lost in the Super Bowl to the Patriots in that game where the they were up 28 to 3 and they lost and if you don't know about that game it there are people going to bed I mean the Falcons had it I think it was like the end of the third quarter before the the Patriots scored a touchdown. And Tom Brady, being Tom Brady, he led the team back. So I'm sure Matt Ryan wants to get back to a Super Bowl and actually win one to kind of help his Hall of Fame push in his career. But we'll have to see how that goes if he succeeds at that. I want the Colts to succeed as long as it's not at the expense of my Cincinnati Bengals. I love the Colts, think they're a great team. Love the fans. They're super loyal. Um, But obviously they've been spoiled a bit going from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. And then these last few years haven't really had a quarterback. So they've they've struggled with that a little bit, it seems, not knowing who to root for. 
but that's the way it goes in the NFL. Another quarterback who I originally thought was going to end up as an Indianapolis Colt is Jimmy Garoppolo, and he is still with the 49ers. Um, Reports are saying that Trey Lance has been given heavy indication that he will be the starter for the 49ers. However, that does not mean that they are going to trade uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it just makes sense right now that you spent a third-round pick. I think they even maybe even traded up, but they are not third-round. The third overall pick on him last year, you spent it on Trey Lance. You got to start him or at least give him a chance because um, you're going to look stupid if you don't. But, I mean, if training camp rolls around and Jimmy Garoppolo is just clearly the better quarterback, I mean, he's going to get the start. That's the way it works. Fans are going to probably be mad about it. People are going to be calling Kyle Shanahan an idiot. But, I mean, if Jimmy Garoppolo is really the better quarterback over Trey Lance, then that's the guy who you start. The thing that Trey Lance has that is advantageous to him is Jimmy Garoppolo won't be cleared to throw until June because of his shoulder surgery. And that's if everything goes well. That's if everything goes exactly according to plan. Everyone has different genetics. Everyone has different uh, muscular issues and how fast your muscles are able to recover from those types of surgeries. But the earliest that Jimmy Garoppolo will be allowed to throw is in June. So all these voluntary training camps that are coming up, that's going to be Trey Lance throwing to them, assuming he shows up. I'm guessing he will. There's no reason for him not to. Um, He's not the starter officially yet. It's not like he's been in the league forever. Uh, If I were in his shoes, I'd definitely show up. But and that's another thing of controversy. Aaron Rodgers said that he's not going to his, or it's being reported that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to the voluntary uh, OTAs. Which I don't get why people are mad about that. I mean, I probably wouldn't either. I mean, the only people who really need to go are like the younger guys or guys that are new to a team. Like Russell Wilson's going to go to his because he's new to the team. But Aaron Rodgers has been on the same team since. 2005 he knows where everything is he knows the front office he knows the coaches he knows the assistant coaches um it's not like he's a new guy walking in he's like oh i'm too good for this it's like i have been here longer than a lot of the guys who are here he has been there longer than the head coach so i definitely can understand why he's not wanting to go to all the voluntary training camps but Maybe he'll probably show up to some. It's probably just he doesn't want to go up to Green Bay this early if he doesn't need to, which is completely understandable. I think he was in Miami the last time I saw a social media post from him. So he's down there enjoying the beach life and relaxing during the off season, and he doesn't want to go up to cold Green Bay, Wisconsin right now because he doesn't need to, and honestly, I don't blame him. If I were in his shoes, that's right where I'd be. I, I'd probably stay in Miami as well or wherever I was at that was not Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I'm sure he loves Green Bay. He said that he loves Green Bay. And um, he advocates for a lot of the guys to come up to Green Bay. But it also, 
It's his off-season. It's his vacation. He's trying to relax before getting back at it this season. People just love to hate on Aaron Rodgers. It's something uh, they enjoy. Every little thing he does is scrutinized and analyzed to see if there's a story that can be made out of it. And uh, that's that's the way it goes, I guess, being a player in the NFL. Love to have him on the show sometime, though. He's a He seems like a nice guy in the interviews I've seen him in. Uh, but... That's going to be all for today. Sorry there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Uh, Stefan Gilmore going to the Colts is a huge deal, like I said. And uh, we'll see if any of these other big names like Debo Samuel and Kyler Murray get their contracts handled. Um, also, wanna, I'm going to be keeping an eye on the Miles Boykin situation with the Ravens. I want to see if the Ravens uh, are going to pick up someone to replace him. Let's see... Doesn't it? It's been two hours. Still no, still nothing from Rappaport. But I'm sure if something happens, I will get a notification. Um, AJ, oh, oh, before we go, uh, AJ Brown just tweeted, "I'm a diva and a bad teammate." All of a sudden, LOL. Okay, do what you have to do then, and so will I. So does that mean AJ Brown is on the move? Is he mad at the Tennessee Titans? Because he doesn't want to go to OTAs. And it's being rumored that... Oh, Baker Mayfield might go to the Seahawks. Oh my gosh, Wednesday's show is going to be insane. This is... Like, all this stuff is coming up now. But A.J. Brown... If A.J. Brown moves on, then the Titans are not winning the AFC South. If A.J. Brown is not on that team, the Titans have no chance at the AFC South. I said it. I'm sticking to it. Um... Yeah, Wednesday's show is going to be nuts. Y'all have a great day. Uh, go follow the Instagram, no butts underscore show. That's no B-U-T-T-S underscore show. Thank y'all for listening. And Wednesday's show, I can already tell, is going to be absolutely insane with the rumors that are coming through today. Uh, so I'll see you on Wednesday. Everyone have a great day. Goodbye.